should not be wrapped. No. <laughs> toes. You toes. want to wrap a toe? <laughs> Do I want Round. to? That would be like if we had opposable toes. We'd be like monkeys. Yeah. I mean, we would be. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're kind of, I guess not opposable, like in the sense. I can open doors with my toes, though. So they're see they're slightly opposable. I can, yeah. I can pick up certain. Like I couldn't. Do you guys just sit around and pick up shit with your toes all no. the time? I take my socks off with my toes. Um, I do a lot. What do you? With my toes. How oh, that well, makes sense? Okay, that. But that's. But like I can every... like I can like fold my. You know how you like fold your socks in? Mm-hmm. I can do yeah. that with my toes. What do you like? Do you, uh, like I get that. Roll them yeah. together. Yeah. Wait, roll them together. Pretty, when you put yeah. them away. Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Wait, so you never done it then? No, I've done it. I just <laughs> I, I feel like I could do it if I tried. I'm pretty sure. I can do it. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. seriously I can do it. Okay, we'll film it. That'll be our latest <laughs> sketch. Dig me the monkey toe man or something. Jesus, that's where Jake we're like really scrapping for content. Like yeah. Jake, uh, take your socks off. Hey. <laughs> Show them your feet, Jake. <laughs> There's a market for that. So yeah, we can that's, look into that. That's one of the special skills you put on your resume. Can fold socks with toes. Yeah. Uh, that's how Ryan Gosling got started. Julian is, is up on the line. No. <laughs> oh, oh, look at that. We have a, we're recording in a different place today, folks. Oh, well, yeah. welcome. We haven't oh, started. Oh, yeah, well, welcome. <laughs> I guess we should start. I thought we had already started. I was like, hey, we well, started. I mean, technically, we have. We, we have. have. I mean, I cut all of this out. All of it? No, not no. all of it. Yeah. Just the part where yeah. Dan broke the suspension wow. of disbelief. Wow, I know. Sorry. It's, it's, it surprises me. Well, it's because I noticed Julie Andrews was looking on there. Okay. Thing. Okay. Welcome to Quick Sidebar. We talk about anything and everything and get distracted often. My name is Bradley. I am here today with uh, Jake and Dan. I was looking at the mic and not you. Sorry. Well, I wasn't ready. Right. Different order. Usually on the second one to say my name. Yeah. So I kind, of, kind of broke it. My eyes are up here. Yeah. <laughs> my eyes are. <laughs> you said that before about something too. Yeah. I, I don't remember what though. Yeah. Uh, today we're talking about uh, Parks and Rec versus The Office. It's not a lot. Not a whole lot of talk about there. It's pretty. I'm ready to go. It's pretty obvious what the answer is. So. Yes. Well, mm. nah. <laughs> I knew. I'm glad. I'm glad Dan and I. I'm glad we're, we're sitting in solidarity on the, on the same side. We're sitting on a bench together. Yeah. Because we're about to gang the fuck up on Bradley. Yeah, we are. I don't think you are, though, because I don't think you... I think you think I think something that I don't think. Well, the way that you present... Yeah, you no, seem I like you're going to be right. Uh, right. Well, against. I'm just you saying... You led us to think something that we think that you're thinking, but now that we're not... Now See, I'm you're... not I'm not decided. I'm on the fence. That's... There's nothing to be on the fence about. Yeah, what okay. do you... What do yeah. you... What's... Just... Why? Why? Because while... while okay, while... We are doing an episode about Parks and Rec versus The Office. Mm-hmm. There really isn't a comparison between the two. I mean, there is, but at the same time, they're just so vastly different from each other mm. that it's like comparing apples and oranges. Uh, are they though? They're mm, the same universe technically. So, well, they're not. technically they they're are. Not there was no crossover episode, so it's not true. Well, well, they were invented from a place. <laughs> technically, they started out with the idea that okay, the Parks and yeah. Rec was going to be, but then they stopped. Last minute, so technically, technically, no. Okay, yeah, um, but but I think it's it's it. I disagree. I don't. I don't think they're apples and oranges. I think that they're the style of which they're written, the style of which they're they're filmed. And the basic premise of you're your capturing the day in the life of two seemingly um, unassuming and irrelevant like places of work. Mm-hmm. The only main difference between there is that they acknowledge it's a documentary in the office yeah. and they don't in Parks and Rec. But other than that, I mean, the structure is it's pretty much the same. The structure is the same. I would agree with that. But that doesn't make them comparable necessarily. 
I mean, it, it, they're, they're, you can't, obviously you can compare them in the sense that, like, it's it's that sort of documentary style where, like, people have interview segments where they talk just, like, to the, to the camera, basically, to the mm-hmm. audience, mm-hmm. like, about whatever. Mm-hmm. And they have that same basic structure, but the atmosphere and the tone and the kind of world that it exists in is so completely different that it's like saying Star Wars and Harry Potter are the same... It's like comparing Star Wars and Harry Potter, basically, where it's like it's the same kind of structure about this hero who, whatever, goes in this great journey and everything else. It's the same structure, but the universes are so different, and if they feel like different places, and you have different feelings tied to each, you know? Do you have something to say to that? Because I have something to say to that. You go, I'm still processing all of that. So I yeah, you go. think... Uh, one, we haven't even articulated what we feel about what, which is kind of funny. I like the ambiguity of everything. Uh, yes, uh, it is great. But if if we are to look at comparison in that angle, nothing would ever be compared ever. Like there is an objectively, there is an object, there is an object, there is pe- people. There you you can, can I, s- sure okay <laughs> wow. Uh, maybe I should rephrase. Sure. You can compare Harry Potter and Star Wars, but it's going to be difficult to say which one is technically better or worse because they're very different. That's I a don't, whole other thing. Um, um, okay, let's let's regroup. Okay. <laughs> You're about to get into Harry Potter and Star Wars again. Somehow Star Wars always wiggles its way back into this podcast. And that's not even necessarily, like, a great example, because right. I recognize that, like, Star Wars is a series about technically, like, two different Wouldn't people. Wouldn't it be more like Star, Star Anakin Wars and then Star kind of transfers to Luke? Kind of. Because like, uh, Star Trek and Star Wars are both. It's not, it's, yeah, but Star Trek is, like, so different because it's, like, a, a TV series. I mean, that's... But, I mean, the idea. Like, the idea is there's people on ships in space fighting each other and going after well, each other. Well, okay, but it's not so, the same so story you, structure. So, I'm saying what, what, that parts... I'm saying what, parts of American Office are similar. What we're talking about is story structure, not necessarily, like... I don't even... World know. structure. No, I'm just saying the difference, to me, like, the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek is the same as the Office and Parks. Like, it's just it, because they're similar at... at ish-esque, mm-hmm. but they're different. Because you're right, it's kind of like an interview in Parks and Rec, but not as much as The Office. The Office mm-hmm. admits it's it's a documentary. And they're both like the same kind of humor-ish. right? Ish. I mean, oh, obviously, totally. Office is drier, and right, it's a little right. more... Mm-hmm. Wooded, but, so I... Yeah. Because, like, Parks and Rec is very, like, it's very campy and very over-the-top and yeah. very, like, surreal. The yeah. Office feels almost like it could exist. It, totally. But, like, Parks and Rec is like, that's this fair. is an over-exaggeration of society. Yeah. And so okay. that that's kind of my separate... The separation for me is where it's like, one is almost like it's verging on cartoon. Parks and Rec is like watching one, Grand Theft Auto as, like, a TV show almost. <laughs> like, how people act... No, but seriously, how people act in the Rockstar games where they're just, like, kind of goofy and yeah. almost, like, insane. Yeah, exactly. That's how Parks... Like, they're all insane in Parks it's and It's an over-exaggerate... Because, like... And that's kind of, and they they serve different purposes. I feel like too, because Parks and Rec is is sort of it, it feels to me like it's speaking to society mm-hmm. and and like a city and right. the way that the city runs and works and how people are. Whereas The Office, I don't even necessarily know what The Office is trying to do. <laughs> sort of Sometimes capturing, the it's sort workplace. of capturing the American workplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is. Totally different, and they are both in an American workplace, but they their focuses are super different. Okay, so with that said, we, we we've identified yeah. that this the 
the structure of which it was made is similar, but the way at which they make comments, whether it be yeah. on workplace, on society, are much different, where you have the hyperbole, mm. and then you have like the hyper-realistic where it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. With all that yeah. said, I think we should, at least for our, our anxious viewers, <laughs> listeners, we should say which one we like more. So that we can... Well, okay, the r- rules for that, then, is you just say which one you like more, and we go to the next one. Because then if we start... And then once everyone gets their opinion out, then we... Sure, argue. okay. I just want everyone to get their opinion out first before we... Okay. okay. Who, who goes first? The wolves. Well, Brad, I, technically, this is your episode. Well, I already Brad. said I'm on the fence. But if you... Okay, if you had a gun to your head and someone said, pick one right now, need your reaction, Officer Parks and Rec. Your dad. Office. Okay. <laughs> the office. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, cl- if you don't know me, clearly the office. For now, now you know. Yeah. If you knew me in high school, clearly the office. I yeah. haven't watched it since I've gone to college. Or no, I've only watched it once since I gone to college. So yeah, I'm, I don't watch it as much. I'm, as I'm used less to. versed uh, than I used to be. But <laughs> in high school, my God, I was, I, w- I w- it was incessant. I'd yeah. literally watch the office, finish it, it's and then right. watch it again. Yeah. And I think I've watched it through seven times. And yeah. I'm not afraid to say, I'm, I'm not, I don't know, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm proud. Oh, no, there are people that put our numbers to shame. Uh, there are people that literally oh, yeah. just watch it, they, they'll, every day and night when they get home, it just is on, and then just continue, just go mm-hmm. through. That's crazy. Just leave it on in the background. That's what I do with Workaholics. I, I've seen that series, like, literally, like, ten times. But through. see, that, like, but the it office background, me, yeah. like, I... Ne- I n- it was never a background for me. It was oh, always like, like seven seven watch throughs of active engagement. Put a lot of a lot of un- uninterrupted. And how time did we lose the- both the office trivia's, Jake? Uh, what the because, fuck? What the actual fuck? Because uh, one, remember, it's been a while since I've watched it. But you, if and you two, study, if you and two, are actively and engaged, two, there's literally millions of trivia that you could take from the office. But do you? you, uh, you Get out of here. Never mind. A couple years ago, that's how me and Jake's friendship started, was he invited me to be on his team uh, at Office Trivia. Yeah. That was a good time. lost. Shout out to Carol. She was on our team, too. Was it just us three? And Jesse? Oh, and Jesse. That's right. Sorry, Jesse. And it was not listening. Yeah. (laughs) But we lost both times. We went twice that summer and lost both times. So. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> subscribe and share. Uh, so, so I guess, why do you feel, objectively speaking, The Office is better than Parks and Rec? Um, Actually, real quick. Mm-hmm. Has everyone here seen all of both? Yes. I have not seen all of Parks and Rec. I've seen like 80% of Parks and Rec. Mm. Oh, get out of here, man. This is just be between Bradley and I then. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thanks thanks for listening. The episode. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Everything that Dan said, we'll just like go, have silence. Go back in the action. <laughs> Cut it all out. We'll final product. Roll, <laughs> they, they don't even know I'm talking now. They just, just throw in like, like the fritz. When your TV hits the fritz, just like... Yeah. Just white noise. <laughs> white noise. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I want brown noise actually. Okay. Or pink noise. Pink. Yeah. yeah. I, I like pink, pink noise. I like pink. I actually noise. do like pink noise. I, I do find that calming. I find I have a white noise maker at home, but when mm. I'm not sleeping at home, I use pink noise. I think that uh, mm. the electronic creation of mm-hmm. like pink noise on SoundCloud or on Spotify is better than white noise. White noise is too abrasive on on Spotify. Mm. Those are my two cents. I like white noise. Yeah. Nice. Just all across the board. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. That's cool. Wow. Yeah, I tried the other noises, and you know. Do you sleep with white noise? 
Basically, I stick yeah, with me too. with rain, but it's like it's a rain track that sounds very much like white noise. Yeah, like, I I like the fact that this is major sidebar. I'm worse. Um, so I like the topic. fact that with the rain track, the specific rain track that I have, that it sounds enough like white noise, to, so that there's not a lot of like interruptions in it. Like it's just a constant <laughs> yeah. stream of sound. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like different and like uh, detailed it's enough variant, of a sound. Yeah. That it doesn't just sound like straight, like, a blanket of sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have to have a blanket of sound. Mm-hmm. My mom, while I was in the womb, slept with a white noise. And then, like, as I w- as, it, as an infant, I you slept with a white noise. So it's like, sleeping with silence makes me want to fucking... Oh, yeah. I think most... I don't I think... Do it. If you can sleep in... If you can honestly get a good night's rest in a silent room, you're either so exhausted you're about to die or you're a psychopath. No, that's, that's Mitchell. That's my roommate. He... <laughs> He's a psychopath. No, <laughs> Mitchell's a uh, psychopath. I don't know how he sleeps, but he's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how he sleeps. Just on an unrelated so note. We talk I just about wanted sleep. to talk uh, about my sorry <laughs> friend. I've been watching the Ted Bundy thing lately. No, <laughs> no, he like, like I'll come home from rehearsal or something. If he, uh, that's not fucking true. He's never asleep when I'm home from rehearsal. If I come home and he's sleeping, uh, he'll sleep with the door open, uh, lights are off. But door open. Is it door no open noise. guy too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I can't, can't I, sleep with a door funny, open. It's funny. I've learned. Demons to be, will get you. I'm, I'm in a close space. <laughs> yeah, man. The ghosts will get you. I've learned to become a, a door open guy just because oh. um, I just forget about it. The oh, lights are off in our hallway. Out. And then, in, so I'll like notice when I wake up that the door is open. But mm, it doesn't even creepy. bother any me. I know. I used to be like, dude, why do you sleep with it? Like, close the door. He's like, I don't fucking notice. And now I'm like, I don't fucking notice. That's really mm. creepy. Yeah. I can't. Like, my closet is at the foot of my bed. I can't even have the closet open. I got to get up next to the closet closed. <laughs> open doors are creepy, dude. So should we just, like, put a little uh, asterisk next to this episode title that, like, half of this was devoted to sleeping patterns? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I don't I remember where this came from. Anyway. Uh, uh, I, I sleep with, with YouTube on. Really? Um, yeah, I sleep with a video. Like, I have wow. the TV on. I can't do I, that. Oh, I can't do that at all. Yeah. I'm just so used to it. And I've, I've had the TV on for years, so I'm just used to the to the light. I turn the TV, but like it's, it's dim. It's not like full blast, but it's, it's, it's a on. real cycle. Right, anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. Uh, my re- my reasoning for why I think uh, the office is objectively better. Um, I think that it's. I think. Well, here's here's what I will say. I fucking love Greg Daniels and Michael Schur. Like those guys, freaking my yeah. heroes. They, they Michael Schur. I think Greg Daniels for both of those. But like Michael Schur also has done uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's right. Uh, the Good Place. I fucking love all those shows. So yeah. first off, even though I have a preference over the two, I love them both dearly. Um, I think that The Office is just more intelligent. Like, even though mm-hmm. the stuff that happens is, is so uncomfortable and so fucking weird, I just think that it's done more intelligently. I think that it takes more brain power to come up with the stuff that they've done than in than in the car, the almost cartoony uh, uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Because I feel like in order to ground it so that it feels like it could be real while also making it funny, it just takes a lot of work. And the mm-hmm. fact that, and like BJ Novak and uh, uh, Mindy Kaling and Paul Lieberstein, like that writing group, like fucking geniuses, seriously. I, so I that that's probably my main thing. And no offense to Leslie Nope or Amy Poehler, because I love her, but I just think that Michael Scott, Steve Carell, I think he's a better leading, I think he's yeah. a better leading uh, goof. Yeah, you know, and 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 you can see in the first season that 
Leslie Nope was Michael Scott. She was a female Michael Scott. And I hated it. I hate the first season of Parks and Rec because it's That's like this is just that, this yeah. just feels like the they tried to remake The Office but in a different light. And I was like, this is fucking cheap. Then once Leslie Nope and all the characters kind of were able to find their own thing, and then the mm-hmm. worlds too became detached. Then I was like, okay, Leslie Nope yeah. is funny, and I like her. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just think I, there's no beating Steve Carell. No, I feel like uh, The Office because it wasn't. Like super uh, hyper realistic, I I felt like it was able to do more emotionally. Uh, yeah. Like it kind of it hit you harder. Sure. At at times, like all the stuff with Jim and Pam oh, and yeah. everything, you know, oh, like totally. you got way more invested in that, and every like the relationships between characters going on mm-hmm. than you ever did in Parks and Rec, or at least than I ever did in Parks and Rec. I'll speak, because, I'll speak to that too. Yeah. Because everything. Like, just in general, when it comes to, like, movies, television, video games even, um, I prefer things to be more grounded in reality mm-hmm. and, like, be somewhat, like, believable. Even if it's, like, you know, like Assassin's Creed where it's, like, the kinds of stuff yeah, you're Yeah, but doing you want to have like, some reality. Because <laughs> like, yeah, but, like, enough reality to the point where you can say, I can suspend my disbelief enough to say that this could actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like with Parks and Rec, it's almost like so over the top that it gets to the point where it's like this is you know this you know uh, you just you you can't connect to it or I can't connect to it in the same way, mm-hmm. um, and so it just has less mm-hmm. meaning for me. Like mm-hmm. I still love the characters in Parks and Rec and kind of and can form attachments to them. And there's a lot of characters on that show that I really loved oh, and sure. like really wanted to see more of. And when the show ended, I was sad that I'm not spending time with these like quote unquote friends that I've made anymore. But I just think overall I got more attached to what was going on and happening in these people's lives with The Office. Uh, though I will say both shows, I think, took a huge like nosedive in the final couple seasons and just like were really difficult to get through. Like The Office, as soon as Steve Carell left, I felt like The Office... Well, it has. I know we've talked about this before in the past, like in the past. So I already know your opinions. But but I just think that while there are some redeeming qualities to the final seasons of The Office, I felt like once Steve Carell left, it just wasn't the same show, and I just couldn't find a reason to want to watch it as Mm -hmm. much anymore. Uh, And so it was difficult. Like first time I first first watch through of The Office, I stopped watching after, like, three or four episodes after Steve Crow left because yeah, I just couldn't get into girl. it. Um, and, yeah, and James Spader, I just... Ah, this is definitely a, con- uh, a controversial opinion. I didn't like him in The Office. I really didn't like his character. And it just... Yeah, so there was no reason for me to come back to The Office first time through. Second time through, I watched it. <laughs> I enjoyed... Dan's cracking his um, knuckles, getting ready. Oh, I enjoyed, it, the, I enjoyed it a little more, and, like, some of those added characters that they add on later were definitely, like, enjoyable, like... And they had some good bits and things like that, and so I was able to enjoy it. But and then Parks and Rec, I will say the same thing. I think the last couple seasons it just kind of got like over the top. Things started to get weird, and the jokes started to get really stupid, and nothing was really funny. Yeah. Um, and the only redeeming quality of the final couple seasons of Parks and Rec is the very final episode, because for some reason or another, it was actually like really felt like something. Never seen it, so don't spoil it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I've never seen any Parks That's the gag. I've never seen any of it. <laughs> never seen Parks and Rec. Or no, The Office, actually. Yeah. Or the, I just have all the clothes. I've never seen it. Um, I, like, I would agree with Jake on his opinion. I think that The Office is it's more intelligent in the sense of the humor is really subtle. 
And it takes a while. Like when you when I first started watching The Office, I didn't like it. Like I was like, oh, this show's not funny because it's just written in a because there's no laugh track. First of all, I, I love think that. It's, love it's that about one both. It's mm-hmm. one of or maybe the original sitcom without a laugh track, or it's one of the first. And so that's different. So they stopped telling you what to laugh at, and they didn't tell you what was funny. Mm-hmm. They allowed you to decide. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's amazing what you think is funny. What's because my no parents kidding. would watch it and they'd be like, "That's stupid." And I'd be like, "No, that, that's freaking hilarious." And my, you know, my brother finds different things funny and stuff. So I like that aspect of it. That it really, it lets you find the comedy that you want to find. And then the more you watch it, the funnier bits get. And uh-huh. then they start to meme themselves, oh, and then they just become funnier to you. And and you know, so there's some stuff in the office that's just so funny. And um, I also like it because of the subtlety. I'm not a huge like laugh out loud person when I'm watching things. Like I'm like, oh, this is funny, and really think it's funny, but not be like visibly <laughs> like, oh, this is so good. But I'll really be enjoying it. And The mm. Office is a show that like like welcomes that kind of mm. enjoyment, like a more mm. subtle enjoyment of the humor. Whereas, like we said, Parks and Rec is just so just like in your face and just so goofy that you laugh at how goofy it is mm-hmm. and how like over the top it is. And that, mm. that's where they find the humor is in like over amplifying everything. Which I would argue isn't necessarily lesser. No, it's, it's just, just not, different. It's different and it's yeah. not my personal taste in humor. It's just yeah, different. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So but it is a type of humor that people really yeah. enjoy. Mm-hmm. Oh, some people fucking hate the office because they can't sit through the cringe, yeah. as they'd call it. Oh the cringe like, factor in the office. They're like is it's just it's enough. so uncomfortable for me that like I don't enjoy they're, myself while I'm funny. watching it. I'm like uh, that's there's the only, best part there's of it. Literally, there's literally one I can't watch uh, Scott's Tots. That, <laughs> oh my god! That episode. Yes. That episode is the one episode uh, I've only seen fully one time. That's the worst. I've one. never watched it a second time fully. Incredible. Just knowing that it's coming to the next episode in the Scott's Tots, <laughs> I'm crazy thinking about that episode. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking bad. Hey, Mr. Scott, what you gonna oh, do? Man. What you gonna do? This, make I a dream come true. I saw someone had Scott's Tots shirts. They had the shirts oh, that the kids all wear. Oh yeah, I've seen them. Seen it online. Almost, almost got one. But I'm like, oh, I'm gonna graphic tee. But I, that's the one episode of the Office that I can't. Not, I'm, sh- I'm cringing. Just, I just, I just shiver thinking about it. Uh, Can't do it. I cannot. There's, uh, God, I <laughs> thinking about the office. Just, and maybe that's part of why I love it so much. Is it's so nostalgic for me. Like it really, mm-hmm. like yeah. watching the office. This is gonna sound so sad. Was some of my like best high school experience, like memories. Yeah, was watching The Office and like enjoying mm-hmm. The Office with people and talking about The Office because you can literally talk about The Office forever. Yeah, like you can go down so many different rabbit holes of bits and mm-hmm. memes and like moments and. Oh, it was 192 mm-hmm. episodes. Well, I mean, and so much. What I love material. about what I love about it is it's it ha- it was such an un- it has such a great underdog story in this like, which looking at it now you're like what. Like well, the no, yeah. No, season one was received terribly because anybody that watched the the UK, and I was going to bring this mm. up, anyone watched the UK version was like, the US office is shit because it's it. the first episode is almost verbatim. Oh, the yeah. same oh, thing. Yeah. It's the same mm-hmm. premise. They invite the new, the new temp. Like like, oh, it's, yeah. it's the same thing. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And, and the first season, because you're not used to, like, that type of discomfort and this type of like just uh lack of awareness that michael scott exhibits like you it's really like what am i supposed to enjoy here like i i'm uncomfortable and so i watched a documentary about it where like after season one they were fighting like they were begging to get to get it passed for season two like nbc was like this yeah. We can't do this financially. And then somehow they were able to get it passed. And from the top of season two to the bottom, they went from 
barely having a job to being the number one most streamed uh, uh, television show on iTunes back when that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And they're the most watched thing on Netflix right now, too, it, for it, sure. It, which mm-hmm. is insane. By huge, it's, huge margin. What is it? Like, it was something like 10% of all view, like watch. It was some percentage, like ten percent of everything watched on Netflix comes from The Office. Oh yeah, it's literally like yeah. it's a majority of what's being. That's so Netflix insane. And you see memes about it. Netflix is essentially paying to have The Office DVDs on digital. Like it's what you're doing. <laughs> you're paying a subscription to have oh The Office mm-hmm. on it. And I own yeah. all the seasons anyway, so I have them both hard copy and I have them digitally. So God, I'm safe. Um, speaking to that. Uh, like how it was a copy of like the British version. Mm-hmm. It was just a thought that like just occurred to me now. It's interesting how both Parks and Rec and The Office were both trying to just replicate yeah. something else. Yeah. And then in the second season, just like started to find their Change. way of becoming totally. their own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Separate from what they like originated from. Mm-hmm. You know what's uh, really fascinating is depending on who you talk to, because like this debate. I'm going to assume that we all started watching The Office before we watched Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So when I have this debate with other people, a, a big point of contention when discussing the, the, the two options are people that started watching Parks and Rec first uh. would say, well, they like The Office more because they feel that The Office is just Parks and Rec. Whereas we think the the Parks and Rec is just the office. So there's this like there's this Heinz there's this bias towards what was most familiar mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. all of a sudden the other one is less superior or less uh, 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 valid because of that Well, Office was first, so technically it was first. Parks and Rec becomes invalid. So suck on that Parks and Rec people. Yeah. Watched it first and thought it was a Office was a copy. This is too long. We should come up with a. With <laughs> I was trying to make it break it. I was just like, I, what, what's it called? Like an acronym. Talk, Let's come acronym. up with an acronym for that. I don't uh, even remember all the words. I don't know. P R P T W T P R. Should we leave F. while you're doing this? No, I got it. That was it. That was it. Yeah. I don't, so I write that it. down, folks, and that's. What you are. We're gonna make a sticker with that and a T-shirt, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even a hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of funny, actually. Um, so let's go back to your uh, see, because the reason you don't like the end of the office when you kind of dropped off is there was something about Parks and Rec when I left, and I always oh, when um, Rashida Jones left mm. when, her, when her character left, I was Damn. like, really, Meh. yeah, I and that's when I jumped off. Character. I've well, never cared about her. And I don't know, and, it, yeah, and I, I don't know if it's necessarily about Anne. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing. I don't know if it was because of Anne per se leaving. I just think for whatever reason, at that mm. point in the show is when it changed. Because all shows, shows have tone shifts. Didn't uh, what's his Rob face? Lowe? Rob Lowe leave too. Yeah, because yeah. they, they left together because they got married. Oh, okay, then, then yeah, that's right. what it was for me. Because Rob Lowe was much more important. I fucking love Rob. So it was around that time for me that I would just something happened and I was just like meh, and I just never went back. Because um, I was watching it, I, I waited till like the series was over, and I started on Netflix. I think. Yeah, me too. And I started burning through them, and I got to I don't know. I want to say season five ish, mm. and then I was like, hmm. but see, The Office is weird for me because I watched The Office. I didn't discover it till season two, um, and the first episode I ever saw was where Packer takes a shit in Michael's office. <laughs> I was definitely like, what the fuck is this show? And I was in eighth grade, so I was like, I shouldn't be watching this show. And I thought, so I'd watch it secretly because I thought I'd get in trouble. I don't know. I was in eighth grade, like I was fine. I don't know. Dan's parents walk into his my, dark my dad room knew. And he closes his laptop right. <laughs> no, this what was on a tel- no I, porn. porn? Like, you <laughs> no, this was not on a laptop. This was on an old tube TV I had hooked up to some little piece of shit antenna to get network 
television. You think Dan had laptops? <laughs> I didn't have a fucking laptop. Eighth grade? <laughs> right. I, didn't I didn't even have a cell phone in eighth grade, dude. Come on. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but my dad did. No, he was like, are, are you watching that office show? And I was like, uh, maybe. He's like, okay. Like, he didn't care. Like, it didn't matter. So I don't know why I was secretive about it, but... Uh, Why'd he even ask? He didn't seem like he cared at all. Well, because I was watching watch it at night. Okay. I was like, what are you watching at night? And I was like, oh, The Office. Um, so I started watching it then, and then I really I really got into it by season three. Mm-hmm. And I watched so- solidly all the way till right before season five in high school for some reason, and then I just stopped. Oh, season five is And I missed it, and I didn't watch it for like two years. Mm-hmm. And then I bought the DVDs and caught up again, and then I, by midway through season six, I was back watching it, and then I watched it to the end. I started watching. Um, I remember seeing commercials that were pr- uh, that were selling. They were like previewing Jim and Pam's wedding. So I remember seeing those on yeah, NBC and not those. knowing the show. Yeah. So I knew that they were gonna. So you came in season five. I well, that's that's when I like. That's when I can remember. Oh, that's when being, you just learned about. Yeah, it. learning about the show. I started watching it in seventh grade because that's when I like. That's when my parents first got a Netflix account. So let's see, seventh grade was 2009. So the show, yeah, that was, so season five, that's when I started watching. Yeah. I don't know when I started watching. I think season three or four was so probably you, out when I started watching. Because my, my parents were watching it for a while before we were allowed to watch it. Yeah. And they'd bought season one and two. It might have just been two on DVD, and yeah. then they started watching it with us. So that's my first... That was, like, the first adult show I was like. So you guys didn't... It, was there a time where you ever watched it, like, live oh, yeah. as they were yeah. coming out? So yeah. So you did catch up and get to see I it I think happening. so. Yeah. yeah. From okay. season, like, mid, from, like, middle of season five up until the finale, I watched religiously, like, every okay. Tuesday night. Every would, Tuesday? Yeah, it was Tuesday night. And then it moved, did it go to Thursday at some point? Because no, Thursday was, like, the big slot, I thought. Or is it Tuesday? I remember. So one of the two nights is there. Maybe like it was Thursday time. nights, but it, Thursday night sounds like a prime time. It was either Tuesday or Thursday. No, but no, I think Tuesday nights. because because Tuesday nights is like like this is us on NBC. Like that's their big. But, like, but 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 they have like a dramatic night and like a, uh, like a comedic night, right? I don't know. I I don't I, know. I, I, I only knew I, this once because I took a tour of the NBC studio and they talked about like different things I that s- they did. I studied this I in evaluating remember. contemporary television, but I don't remember. All I know is it was their prime show. It wasn't their prime slot. The season five opener. I remember this was a big deal because it was. That's the one where he starts to fire, right? Yeah, it was. It was. uh, um, Fuck. What is the name Mm. of it? Um, Safety training. Safety. Yeah, safety training part one. Mm. Yeah, because it's a double. Premiered after the Super Bowl, but uh, of the Cardinals and the Steelers. I remember that was a big deal because, like, the show that comes after Uh, the Super Bowl. Back then, it used to be a big deal. Now. Did you guys see the Super Bowl this year? The show after? I didn't watch the Super Bowl. It was some dumb, like, reality, like, talent show. Well, it depends on what network it's on. Oh, that's every year true. Changes. That's it goes true. from NBC, CBS, and Fox. Oh, and depending on who has it, they get. So Fox mm. typically puts on like a reality show. NBC mm. and, and CBS usually do like a drama or a comedy. I think it was on. CBS this year, though. CBS. Oh, was it this year? Yeah, I think CBS oh, did really? it this year. It, regardless, either way, uh, that was a big. That's when like that's how you know a show is the best show on television. When it when it gets the when Super it comes Bowl out, to, yep, yeah. Ah. So now we know the best show on television is some reality show. Whose <laughs> name we can't remember, but yeah. Yeah. That, um, TV sucks, man. <laughs> yeah, it's really going downhill. Uh, but so you said you don't like it when Michael leaves, mm-hmm. and uh, like I thought, I was definitely there's a shift for sure. Yeah, I was kind of excited to see like what they would do, mm-hmm. and when I heard about Will Ferrell, I got excited because I like Will Ferrell. Oh, see, I, I know was, you don't. 
Um, I was not happy. And then I was disappointed that he left like almost immediately. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was ecstatic. I was so happy. Because <laughs> I, 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 really I wanted him to at like least him. stay for like a couple more episodes just to I, see what would happen. I was the same with you where like I was pumped that he was coming mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, oh, he, he's terrible. Th- he's not a good fit for the show. And then the showrunners saw that and they were like, Pfft. Yeah. See ya. Yeah, See ya, Angelo. Quick, in a really weird, goofy yeah. way. I did. That's in that. Uh, sorry, I'll get to that later. Continue what you're saying. Oh, um, I don't even remember. Jim Carrey was on there too. Henry Romano. Uh, did Did James Spader come after that, or was yeah. it? No, he was part of. So yeah, when, wasn't there a woman? Like who? Who? I can't think of her name. The redheaded woman. Nelly. That's her Nelly. Okay. That's that's that so what happened is, yeah, D'Angelo got a concussion in the basketball thing, and then so concussion. They put, he like went into comatose. <laughs> I thought he was like talking or something after he like. I remember fell he was talking. Oh, he, he like. Oh, I guess that's true. He he escaped from the hospital. He yeah, was, he was he fucked, fucked himself up, yeah. up <laughs> randomly playing basketball. I know he left, and so they yeah. brought in the. It was Jim, Gabe, and Toby were like a yeah. hiring crew, and mm-hmm. they interviewed James Spader, Ray Romano, Jim Carrey, yeah, and a but bunch this, of other people. But this is when yeah. Saber owned Dunder Mifflin, right? So then they hired James Spader. They mm-hmm. hired uh, they, they choose James Spader, and then oh, he brought Robert California. Yeah, Robert California. Robert California. Then yeah. Robert California talks Joe out of her own job. Yeah, like takes, talks Joe into giving. J- him her job, the so then he the becomes CEO company. of Saber, yeah. and then they then they hire out again. A part of Sabre, <laughs> <laughs> and so then they hire Andy. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I don't know. I Creed think I remember. I, I enjoyed 100%. it. I, like I, I, I enjoy. I didn't like his character, but I enjoyed Who? the show. Robert California. Oh, California. California. I think it got. See, I think they definitely hit a, a dead spot or a lull after Steve Crow left. I would say for like yeah. about half a season's worth of episodes, but then mm. they finally. They found a they, they they found a good place to finish out on. I think um, yeah. the season nine when Clark and uh, Clark and Pete. I don't like Pete. I really, I fucking hate Pete. Pete oh, to me was really? Clark was funny. I like Clark. <laughs> Which one is Clark? Glasses. Clark is one Clark's of the glasses. That's his real name. Plop. That's his real name. <laughs> Clark too. I think. Uh, I didn't like Pete. So, but Clark hmm. saved a little bit for me. Um, but I think season nine, it definitely kind of was running out of gas, and they, and yeah. they saw that, and that's why they that's why they stopped. Yeah. But season eight for me is one of my favorite seasons. I don't. I, There's just, no the thing, I just can't. That's where they go down to Florida, like the oh, the the time spent with Jim's in Florida with Dwight. Like that's one of my favorite. I don't even remember that. What what happens? They there? go to, down to the Saber to open up the, the Saber store because Saber's like oh a, that's yeah, right yeah and yeah. the pyramid yeah, and like yeah, yeah. that, that chunk funny. when Jim's in Florida is literally some of my favorite funny, episodes yeah. ever. One of my favorite lines of Aaron's, and one of my favorite lines of all time is uh, they're yeah. in Florida, and Dwight is just downing Tums because he's got appendicitis. That's and he's right, like, yeah. In so much pain. And someone asks, it. like, Dwight, are you doing okay? He goes, I'm doing fantastic. The fact that none of you are vomiting or diarrheal is concerning. And Aaron just, like, seductively looks at him and goes, who says none of us are diarrheal? It's so <laughs> and it's like, and then they just cut. Then they just cut away, and it's like, what the? Uh, fuck? I think I think I picked that up like three times after watching through it. Like I, it, it was so fast and so subtle that it didn't even it didn't even read. See, that's funny. Uh, that's funny. See, but my favorite my favorite part of the whole Florida thing is when Jim has to go out there in Ryan's little outfit. And yeah, reads the yeah. monologue. Yeah, he's <laughs> like the Matt monologue is. Best by going to Disney World and crying because it's so beautiful. Wanting to go home and going through all of his cocaine addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. The pyramid is this horrible fucking little tablet. It's so funny.
funny. See, and I and when I when I watched season eight live, I felt the same way. I was like, this sucks. They're trying mm. so hard to to create to to do to to fill Michael Scott's place, and it's not working. But I think after the third watch, my third time watching through it, mm-hmm. I really started to appreciate. It took me time the, to the humor, too. and I read I read an article. God, I used to be such a nerd about The Office. I read an article once that was talking about why The Office was so how The Office was so successful in their transition from Michael Scott, and they talked about how bringing Robert California, bringing James Spader, was the best thing they could have done. And they and, and this is why, because he's so extreme and he's yeah. so different than everything mm-hmm. Michael Scott was. He it provided all of the side characters to finally have their own light. So because Michael Scott was there, he's he's the center. Yeah, he he's the, the epicenter of the mm-hmm. show. So everything that the characters do revolves around the hijinks and the fucking crazy stuff that Michael Scott does. Now that James Spader has this very ethereal presence where yeah. he's kind of like God <laughs> yeah. and he's so fucking weird but now all of a sudden you're seeing these quirks I mean Kevin has his own stuff going on and Daryl has his own I mean all yeah, these characters the now have storyline. their own stories and mm-hmm. the, and, the, and the Dwight well and that's the thing I think from like the whole show like you you look from the beginning to the end and it's they all the characters have, have a really nice arc they're taken super through, nice and like they go through things that they don't like and like Andy and Aaron break up and all that stuff but at the end they land in a really good place and it's like you can see the trans like I hated Andy too like when I oh, first saw Andy hated fucking yeah. hated it oh at the beginning yeah oh I I liked it I hated Andy at the end well but. Andy oh, so I have a weird <laughs> thing about Andy like I hated him at the beginning mm-hmm. and then when he left and came back as Drew <laughs> and then no one called him Drew fucking <laughs> 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 so but that arc when he came came back and then right until he became manager I liked Andy yeah. and then when he became manager again he kind of then he became like the new Michael Scott and that's why I was like okay yeah. you can't remake Michael with Andy Yeah. and then that's when I and that's when the whole show for me when Robert California left again when yeah. he left then who became boss after him? Andy. Andy. Really? Yeah, yeah, because David Wallace repurchased Dunder Mifflin because of his his suspension. Suck it! Suck it! Suck it! Yeah. See, I, it's like so like f- foggy for oh, me. Oh no! It's cr- remember, it like, pulls the, them the back last, up. Like well, that, man. what's what's funny seasons. too is I really loved <clears throat> season nine, and and maybe I loved it because. The final two episodes. Oh, the last two were great. Are the mm. are two of the greatest episodes, like t- finale episodes of any show. I mean, oh, that's yeah. that's where you really they made a point to make to to close every single arc. Yeah. Ryan and Kelly run off together. Nellie gets a kid. Dwight and Dwight and Angela. Spoiler alert. Dwight and Angela <laughs> get married. Yep. Jim and Pam are okay. Michael comes back. He has kids and a wife, and he's super. I mean, every single character. Mm, got Ed happy. Helms is now speaking. He, he, yeah, he, got a, he teaches at Cornell, and and uh, uh, Jim and uh, Daryl uh, are doing. I mean, athlete. everything works out perfectly. Which, of course, in a real world, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But when you're ending such an incredible. And, and, uh, Kevin such got his a, bar. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, it all it all works out perfect. Stanley and, got to live in his boat house uh, or whatever, uh-huh, white house or whatever uh-huh. he did. Creed gets arrested. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> exactly where he should have been. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Creed, man. Um, but yeah, so and I I don't know. So did I can't speak to Parks and Rec's version of that. I because once I left, I need to finish it because I do like the show and I want to. Mm. I keep saying I need to finish it, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? Like, how did you think about their final seasons and how they ended? I've only seen the whole show through once, okay. uh, so I can't speak super well to it just because I don't have it very, it's not very familiar to mm-hmm. me. Um, I remember feeling that feeling that 
I feel like every show has during their last season or two of just like it feels like you're trying really hard to be funny. You can tell they're running out of gas. Yeah, and mm. it's it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it ended well though. I I do remember tearing up or crying on the final episode. Final and, episode was great. Yeah, and you can talk about it. Yeah. I don't care about spoilers. I really don't care. I don't really okay. What was weird enough? What was weird for me was the final season takes place three years after. Yeah, like twenty seventeen. That was that was weird. That was hard for me to like accept. Yeah, like, because it was like futuristic too. Kind all of right? a sudden, like Leslie yeah. is now. God, it's been like six years since I've like watched. the whole season, isn't it? The whole season, yeah, the whole the the season six finale. Is I think what was it? Seven seasons. I think it was seven. Seven, seasons. I think. Total. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, season six happened. finale. It it says like yeah. It it, pre- it previews. It's like three years later, and yeah. then Ben and Leslie are all politi- like yeah, their political and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because I I seen one episode from the last season, and I remember it was in twenty seventeen. Because the show ended in 2014, mm-hmm. I think, right? Mm-hmm. And it, like everything was like there was like super futuristic things. Yeah, like, yeah, it was just like. But it was it was it, the way they ended. It was really cute. It was similar to The Office where they closed a lot they of closed a lot of openings. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, the things that they yeah. they call they call back to a lot of things they talk about in the early seasons, yeah. like Leslie and Anne, like they want their kids to end up together, and then they do, and yeah, like well, since we haven't talked a lot about Parks and Rec, I'll go ahead and say some more things. <laughs> um, I feel like yeah, um, I feel like with Parks and Rec, like a big difference for me between The Office and Parks and Rec, where if if I want to watch a show that's going to make me feel happy, I'm not going to watch The Office. What? Not always. Sometimes, depending on my mood. But like if I, but like the Parks and Rec just is like a joyful. Like no it's matter no matter what episode you're on, it's lighthearted and you're just gonna feel like oh this was fun, but like with The Office, you never know. You might watch an episode that's gonna be like oh now I just feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like that though? That's yeah. what I can see. That's the comedy. And it's like it, even just like even if it's just like little things, which is like the lighting of the shows, like The Office. When I think of The Office, I think of blue light. Yeah. No. When I think of yeah. Parks and Rec. I think of yellow, yellow light. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, they that, it just it's very there. happy. Totally. It's very like everything's. Like very upbeat and yeah. yeah, and so that's one thing I like about Parks and Rec is like no matter what, no matter where you're going on Parks and Rec, unless it's the first season, right. excluding that, right? Wherever yeah, you, wherever like, you land on Parks and Rec, if you're just gonna pick up an episode, you know it's gonna be pretty I, happy and good time, and you're gonna come away feeling good about yourself. I totally agree, and that I, yeah. that that was why I really love Parks and Rec, and like especially the character like Ron Swanson. Yeah, anytime Ron's that man, there, anytime yeah. that man is on screen, I'm just happy. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy watching him. Yeah, whatever Ron, he's Ron doing, is funny. he yeah, no, he, that, he's that was the best really, part. John Ralphio is funny too. That was really well put. Like it, it is, it is a show. And that's also what all, I, how I also support that I think The Office is better is I think that the that Parks and Rec is a little more episodic. It's a little less serial in the mm, sense that like yeah, you can pick up an yeah. episode of Parks and Rec, and yes, you won't really know the relationships as well, but like mm. the humor still the humor doesn't rely on history. I think that some of the jokes in The Office do rely on history, or it, at least. Um, Exposure. You have to mm. know. No one thinks Michael Scott is funny when it starts out because no, you're like, you this guy's it. a fucking asshole. Well, and to be fair, season yeah. one he was. Oh, kind of yeah, he was. He was terrible. Yeah, Diversity yeah. Day Part Two or Diversity Day Part Two is just you can enough said. Season one, you can honestly just start with season two. But I think that you can pick up Parks and Rec anytime, and yeah, really feel good about it. And yeah. like the character, there are a lot more like. I think that they create redeeming qualities in every one of their side characters. Like mm-hmm. Angela doesn't really do much until like season seven. Like that's what that's yeah. when her character really starts. But like like 
April as much as uh, 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 Andy, as much as like every side yeah. character that's not the you know the big three. They have something that you can really you can grab onto, you yeah. can like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I just feel like yeah, and that's that's why that's how I feel, and that yeah. is why I feel like you can't compare Parks and Rec and The Office. <laughs> that's why round I, it off. <laughs> that's why I feel exactly like you can because yeah. they serve different purposes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I hear you. Disagree, I, but I also uh, agree, I guess, and I hear you. What did uh, Michael tell Pam when she glass? He goes blah 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 blah. He's <laughs> talking about an ugly scientist. Just stop. Well, and then, okay, I was gonna bring this up. My final note was. Um, I think as far as like legendary shows that will be remembered, The Office is going to be remembered oh, yeah, a absolutely. lot longer. Because absolutely. like now, like the memes from The Office are just ever growing. There's mm-hmm. more and more memes from it, and like quotable moments that are just getting funnier and funnier. Mm-hmm. So it's just yeah, yeah. I think The Office will live yeah. on longer and have more yeah. of a oomph as it goes forward. Yeah. Can we finish off with like our favorite moments? Okay. Or, like sure. our favorite Office or Parks and Rec moment? Or sure. Something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you don't want. No, sure, yes. No, do you want? For a second, I, I was like, I don't know if I can think of anything, but uh, I'll go. I got a bunch of Parks and Rec at least immediately. Hell yeah. Um, Parks and Rec. I don't really have a favorite moment per se. I like when they went camping and Ron got shot. I think <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> that was a good episode. Um, but The Office, I have two favorites. My favorite one for the cringe and just my like the funniest one to me is Dinner Party. Oh, oh my gosh! Uh, that greatest is episode of television by right far. There. I think no, and I think for the most part that seems to be everyone's favorite or at least top favorites. Uh, that one I think is just the best as far as funny and cringe and just the uncomfortableness in that song. Uh, you know, Hunter's Oh my god. Me by the hand. So good. Um, but I think, like, my favorite episode as far as, um, like, the story and, like, the emotion was the wedding episode. I think that one really, like, that was my I first was dive back too. in, and that really, like, yeah. sucked me back into the office and was like, oh, this is a really good show. Niagara? Yeah, Niagara, part one and two. Like, yeah. the whole, where they all yeah. go there together. Yeah. Yeah. The whole episode is just my, that's my <laughs> favorite good. one to yeah. watch, just for the all of it, for the mm. funniness and the emotion and the, My know, Kleenex the, shoes were a hit, but... Boy, are my dogs barking. And he sticks his fucking sweaty feet in the ice machine, bro. Oh, it's so gross. Oh, I, yeah, so that was my favorite. What about you, Bradley? Um, the Parks and Rec, like, for some reason, the moment that always, like, sticks out to me because it was the one moment of Parks and Rec that I just, like, burst out laughing and, like, just could not stop, like, so unexpected. I loved it. Was when, I think it was Andy or somebody brought a puppy to work. And uh, they were showing it to Ron, and I don't even remember. He said something about it, and he said something about shooting something, and they were like, Ron? And he was like, I wasn't talking about the puppy or something. And then the puppy, like, licked his face, and then, like, uh, I think, uh, oh, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, Tom? Tom. Tom. Yeah, Tom. Tom, Tom, sorry. Tom goes, oh, look at the little puppy, Ron. Look at such a sweet little puppy. And then Ron goes, all right, take it outside and shoot it. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, my, one of my favorite episodes, just because I really love that story arc, is um, the episode when Jim first tells Pam that he loves her. Oh, Poker Night. Oh, Poker Night, yeah. Damn it. Such a good, fast, such a good oh, episode. Poker. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, no, that, that episode, I I think that was the first time my heart started, like, I, I got adrenaline from a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, 
I was so you're nervous for I was gym. so yeah. anxious yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. god yeah. I love it I love it um my favorite one of my fa- I have two favorite Parks and Rec moments I think everyone universally it's like one of the most renowned moments is Andy's or Chris Pratt's uh improv line the for computer. the f- flu day yeah a- Amy oh. Poehler Leslie Nope is sick and uh they were <laughs> able to catch on camera uh, Andy going at Leslie, I typed in your your symptoms in the the bar here, and it says you might have network connectivity issues. <laughs> and they and like, I remember watching an interview about that, and they said that the camera guy barely got to him, like they almost didn't get that take. And Michael Schur just says like. The, those are moments on set where I fucking hate actors that are smarter than me. Because I never I never would have come up with that. So that's one of my favorite moments. And my other favorite moment, it's <laughs> also... so good. Chris Pratt is a legend. It's man. also an Andy moment. Uh, it's when um, uh, Andy has a sneeze fit. It's all, it's flu day number two. And he literally sneezes like 12 times. And it's incredible. It's my favorite fucking thing I ever. I gotta say, Andy on the on Parks... On the off of the house, on Parks and Rec is definitely it, my favorite. Incredible. Chris Pratt Chris is... Is so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite episodes of The Office are Stress Relief Part 1 and 2. Like, just the, hands down. I mean, besides Dinner Party, and I love Poker Night, like, the, mm-hmm. there are outliers, but Stress Relief Part 2 will, yeah. ne- Part 1 and 2 will never not make me laugh. Because there's just so much chaos. <laughs> I think it was very realistic chaos. in the movie. Turns out but, it's pretty realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I know so many quotes. I mean, I the First I was day. afraid, I was petrified. <laughs> no, no, it's too fast. It was how many is that per hour? Just that could help. <laughs> All right. I'll We're running a little on time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so if you'd like to email us a topic to talk about, either at the end of the episode, which we actually have one today. Hey, hey, hey. Or uh, to talk about it as a full episode, if it's big enough, if we got enough to say about it, uh, go ahead and email us at quicksidebar at gmail.com. And, yeah, that's my spiel. Dan? Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at quick underscore sidebar. Right? That's right. That's it. Yep. Okay. I always you, I, you I get never it right get, every time. I know, and, and I you never, always I check. never yep. think I do. Uh, follow us uh, and send us a message on there also if you want to talk to us. Um, and then I, uh, find us on YouTube at uh, Quick Sidebar for our sketches. We have mm-hmm. uh, a few out. I think three, three or four or five. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but we got some sketches out. They're, yep. pr- they're all right. Um, and then if you want to buy a Quick Sidebar merch or any Project Meta merch, as mentioned before, go to projectmetaonline.wixsite.com slash projectmeta and use pro- coupon code. T- uh, God dang. To save 10%. Uh, coupon code sidebar, sidebar to use 10%, uh, save 10%. Wow. That was rough. That was a journey. Okay, um, real quick. Should we read the email or just read the, um, just the topic? Let's read the email. Let's do it. Do it, Bradley. Uh, what's, what was it? I, I don't have it. it. Oh, I have it. I, have it. I, have, I got yeah, it here. Okay. It. Um, this is from Alterna Rock. It says, weird topic, but at least for me, it would be interesting to hear a bit about on ta- a bit on tattoos. For instance, like thoughts on them, worst ones you've seen, best you've seen, if anyone of you would get any, what kind you would get it if you would get them, and so on. Okay. Yeah. Great. Go. Quick. Bradley. Um, I don't have any tattoos. Um... I've always thought about getting tattoos. My entire family are, like, uh, not extended, the opposite of immediate. Extended. Immediate family. All my immediate family has tattoos, except for me. Um, and so 
I've always like felt like kind of almost pressured by my parents, which is so opposite of most people's story, <laughs> to get a tattoo. Uh, but I don't know what I want, up, and English? so I'm just like, I don't know what to get. I don't know if I should spend money on a tattoo, you know? Like, what do I want? Where do I want it? I don't know. So I've kind of been on the fence about tattoos. I have some ideas, but I don't know where I would want to put it or anything like that. Plus, I'm an actor, and so that's hard because it's like mm-hmm. you don't want to put a tattoo in too obvious space right. where it's going to get seen a lot and then maybe prevent you from getting cast in something. Right. So Kat Von D makes great makeup. I'll cover that shit right up. Yeah. Um, no tattoos? Want to get some tattoos? Don't really know what I want to get. Uh, if you want to see bad tattoos, go to Instagram. It's a page called Snake Pit. Snake underscore underscore uh, uh, underscore pit. God, it caught me last one. Uh, <laughs> and it's horrible, disturbing tattoos, and they're really bad. I almost said something really offensive. Yeah, I'm don't. Sorry. Don't make fun I of me, man. I won't. Uh, okay, so that's all my story for tattoos. Uh, I don't have any tattoos. I don't have any immediate plans on getting any tattoos. My okay. sister recently got a tattoo, oh. and she's complained about it a lot. So I think I probably won't get a tattoo. Uh, I have no reason to get a tattoo. I think that some tattoos are pretty cool. Uh, I don't want any. Cool. Nice. We got to go to class. Thanks for listening.